It's almost trick-or-treat time. Halloween day is actually trade deadline day in the NFL, and we've talked about some guys that would be good candidates. We're going to make some trades today. We're going to talk about trades that make sense and what the compensation might look like if we did those trades. Heading to the deadline day. Let's get it done. Let's get some teams better here as we head towards trade deadline. That is the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast. Part of the Landry Football Podcast Network. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. A reminder, you can get detailed breakdowns of everything NFL, everything college football. The breakdowns of the players, teams, coaches, schemes of the college or NFL level, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. Try it out for a month. Try it out for six months. But Quite frankly, the best deal we got is the football season sale. Now, don't be so don't be confused by that. It doesn't just cover football season, folks. That's just a sale we've got running right now during the football season. That's the twelve month package, and you want to be involved with us twelve months a year because a big part of what happens at LandryFootball.com, like at any football team, is what happens in the off season or what happens in the scouting season, the the business season, and that. That is free agency. That's the draft. That's recruiting. That's transfer portal. 12 months a year. Football information and analysis from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be. Take advantage of the football season sale today. It's the best deal that we have gone. So let's make some trades, some deals that may make some sense. And I don't know. And and people will think that everybody that is not a contender, like a bad team that's already out of the playoff race or or never got into the playoff race is the better way to put it, that they should be dumping every player. Well, there's players that can help teams into next year. You picks are great. It's what's big, no doubt. But you need to sometimes get good players that could make you better going forward. And a lot of these guys can. So how about the Denver Broncos trading Cortland Sutton to the Carolina Panthers, a much needed playmaker, not just for this year, but beyond needed for Carolina. We're thinking maybe a 24 fourth round, fourth round pick and a 25, six round pick. The contract that would be acquired is a three year, deal at $7.7 million guaranteed, it would give Carolina a weapon into the future that would make some sense. Um, Now, we could look at maybe another Bronco Rod receiver getting traded, but this time we'll go with the veteran in Sutton. Um, Now, you've got the connection because uh, you've got the connection to Panthers defensive coordinator uh, Ijaro Evero, who served as a Broncos defensive coordinator in 22, Sutton. And one of the highlight catches of the young NFL season uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs in week six. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. It, it, Denver's looking to move on from a couple of those guys. Denver's desperate for picks. Carolina's got some. Make that move makes a lot of sense. What about New York Jets moving Dalvin Cook to the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, Probably could be done for a six-round pick. It's a one-year deal that Dalvin Cook has, $4 million. The Ravens just activated undrafted rookie running back uh, Keaton Mitchell. 
and has gotten decent production from him. But they may view a three-down back with the ability to break off occasional explosive plays can help jumpstart their, their offense. The Jets um, and our cook may need to revise his contract a bit to lower the amount to get it to done with Baltimore, but is believed to be available. Look, his role is diminishing with Brees Hall's return. And Baltimore's running backs rank 20th in rush grade, 21st in missed tackles force. Uh, Cook is in the midst of the of the worst season of his illustrious career. Um, you know, he's somebody that could help a team like Baltimore. So this is a case of a team that's it's still potentially in contention with the Jets, but they've got riches at running back, depth at running back. It's a one-year deal. Probably not going to get a great deal of use out of them. Baltimore could absolutely use them. Makes some sense here. How about the Tennessee Titans uh, moving on from Danico Autry um, to the Cleveland Browns? Maybe for a 25 fourth-round pick, maybe a sixth-round pick this year, which they got an extra one from Baltimore. You would be acquiring a one-year deal at $4 million. Uh, Avery would be reuniting with Jim Schwartz, the defense coordinator of the Browns, served as a senior, senior assistant for the Titans the past two seasons, which aligns to – along with his two most productive seasons. He racked up 61 quarterback pressures, 11 sacks. Um, you know, uh, been a model of consistency. Um, you know, uh, he's, it makes a lot of sense. Cleveland's overhauled their defensive line, been an absolute terror for opposing offenses all season long, but another chess piece who can rush from between the tackles and out wide will allow Swartz to continue to move players around in various alignments and keep everyone fresh throughout the season. Um, speaking of Carolina, how about Carolina taking uh, Dante Jackson, maybe moving him to Detroit? Maybe for a fourth-round pick in 24 uh, and maybe a 25 uh, six-round pick. He'd be in acquiring a two-year, $12.2 million deal, six, only 600000 uh, of it's guaranteed, though. Carolina restructured Jackson's deal into the offseason, converting $7.6 million into salary, uh, into a bonus to drop his salary down to a minimum. The Panthers are dealing with a myriad of secondary injuries, including um, 21 eighth overall pick J.C. Horn. But Jackson's name has come up as a potential trade piece. For the only remaining winless team, Jackson has played in various different schemes over the past few seasons, should be able to adapt to. Aaron Glenn's scheme, which also has continued to evolve around uh, the talent in Detroit. Jackson has earned really good coverage grades. Um, you know, uh, fellow Panther cornerback and former top 10 pick C.J. Henderson is also in a contract here. It could be moved. But moving from a team that's out of it to a team that's a contender may make some sense. What about the Raiders? Likely moving on from Hunter Renfro at some point. Um, maybe making a move. How about getting a player like Carl Lawson from the Jets and trading Hunter Renfro? Uh, Two-year deal, $15.8 million, six, 3.61 fully guaranteed. With Lawson um, carries a $6 million salary for 23. Renfro is 6.5, and the Jets just sent free agent acquisition McCole Hardeman back to Kansas City for a swap of late. 25 picks. So, um, so 
you know, maybe even throw in again, you know, consider uh, Danico Autry as well as a possibility. Is, um, you know, it makes some sense. Renfro's been buried on the depth chart. He doesn't fit for some reason. Jason McDaniel doesn't believe in him. Um, he's not in the long-term plans. Makes some sense. Really good, can help out of the slot, uh, be a big upgrade for the Jets outside the slot. And with Zach Wilson, it would help him a great deal. Um, so I, I, to me, um, Lawson, his first season coming back from a torn Achilles, he's graded out pretty well uh, thus far. Um, you know, now Raiders are very active in the edge rusher market. Chandler Jones is no longer the team. Makes some sense there. Carolina um, with uh, Justin Houston. Um, maybe to Jacksonville. Maybe a six-round pick. Remember, one-year contract. So you're dealing guys, if you're Carolina, that are not going to be in your team next year. If you're not going anywhere this year and you're not going to be able to sign them for next year, then getting something for them a whole lot. Now, folks will say, well, why don't I get a second-round pick? Because you're not going to get the player maybe worth that. But the fact that there is no value in giving up a, 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 a more of that than, than, say, a fifth or sixth round pick, you got to understand the situation, not just the player. It's a one-year contract, 647 fully guaranteed. Houston waited out training camp, signed a strong one-year deal with the Panthers. Uh, it's one of his final seasons. He may not want to spend one of his last years on an 0-16. So I don't think he stands. So um, for a six-round pick to maybe get another edge rusher that can help situation for a team like Jacksonville that's going to be a playoff team, they've got two young picks of Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen and Dwayne Smoot. Um, but having a guy that maybe can be a situational, Houston's got some pass rush still left in him, pressure rate still pretty good. He can still be good situationally. Uh, getting into the playoffs defensively, when you get into the playoffs defensively, you got to rush the passer, and he could certainly give you some depth doing that. Would Minnesota continue? Would uh, consider moving Ezra Cleveland, uh, their guard? Um, maybe throw in a late pick to San Francisco. Get maybe a fourth, one-year deal that Cleveland is under. 1.6 million. He's dealing with a foot injury that's worth monitoring, or else this is a moot point. But Minnesota gave a decent amount of money to Dalton Risner a few weeks into the season. Now can step into a starting role at left guard. Cleveland was a tackle in college, primarily played left guard for the Vikings, but he's logged 620 snaps starting at right guard as a rookie. The 49ers guards are two of the lowest graded players at the position in the league. Trent Williams is dealing with a short-term injury. Right tackle Colton McKivitz has been solid, but not great. San Francisco cleared a ton of cap room, currently leads the league with nearly 40 million. And while the primary objective is to maximize the carryover space, getting a guy that can help you in the run game for a playoff team makes some sense. I'd consider that one uh, myself. Indianapolis, um, Mo Alley Cox, the tight end. Would Cincinnati be interested in that maybe for like a fourth round pick? Um, maybe throw in a late round pick if you're Indianapolis. 
Allie Cox is third on the Colts depth chart um, with the third rounder, Kylan Grandison leading the way and the sixth rounder, Andrew Ogletree showing serious um, ability as a blocker. Uh, you know, Indianapolis also used the fifth round pick on, uh, on University of Miami tight end, Will Mallory, uh, or Miami of Ohio, Miami University um, uh, tight end. Uh, Alec Cox signed an extension last offseason. It runs through 24. Now that quarterback Anthony Richardson has been lost for the season, perhaps clears some room for in-house extensions, a youth movement. The Bengals have the least, least lowest or the least graded uh, tight end room uh, and can use another dimension. Allie Cox can provide solid blocking off tackle and a tertiary option in the passing game. Makes some sense. Minnesota, Jordan Hicks. And again, winning last week may change it for Minnesota if they're able to beat Green Bay. Maybe they think differently and dump on some of these guys. But Jordan Hicks, the linebacker, maybe a late pick to Dallas for maybe a fifth-round pick fourth round pick Hicks has got a one-year $1.9 million deal. The Cowboys have been decimated with injuries at linebacker with third round rookie to Marvin Overshawn loss of the season after showing promise um, late in Vander Esch with the neck injury. Hicks is playing really good football in this contract year. Uh, he's doing well in coverage. He's making plays for some fumbles, getting stops. He's been a steady presence for them. He's fortifying their defense against the run. Minnesota's got a handful of young linebackers, young, good young linebackers, including Ivan Pace, uh, Asamoa. Um, you know, I think Brian Forrest is doing a really good job. Interesting to see uh, how this might play off and whether there are players or traders um, in the, the back end of the season or if they anticipate it with it. Maybe a win against Green Bay, as I mentioned. Puts them maybe within range to make a run. Maybe they don't consider these moves. What about the Patriots? Uh, would they be willing to move Jalen Mills to the Eagles? You know, the Eagles are always looking to upgrade, make a run out. Uh, maybe get a mid to late round pick, maybe a fifth, sixth round pick next year. Uh, Mills has got a one-year, $1.2 million deal. He can play slot, outside, safety. Uh, can help his former team of uh, five seasons in many different ways. Eagle starting slot corner Avante Maddox was lost of the season with the torn pack. Safety Reed Blankenship is currently dealing with an injury. Mills got some versatility in coverage. Uh, solid run defender can throw his body around. Um, you know they got a lot of defensive backs in New England, even with a handful of injuries. They can afford the move, and I don't know that the future is with them. They're getting a, a light pick like that is something that the um, the Patriots are always inclined to do. Uh, just some thoughts. Um, again, how many of them are going to come into fruition? Don't know. We shall see. Uh, but those are things that I think would make some sense. And I try to do this with the idea of it has to make sense for both this. Fans never see that. Fans want a, their team to just, you know, just rob somebody else. People are not stupid. Okay, People, you know, just not dumb. So let's just uh, – got to make a deal that works for both teams. So that's some thoughts that I have there. A reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns like this as well as everything around the world of college football and NFL at LandryFootball.com. Come on board with the football season sale. It's the best deal that we've got going. 
you're going to absolutely love it. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate you joining us. I'll talk to you next time, everybody.